0: What's going on guys, my name is Hussein, and uh, let's discuss this feature that I've been added in Chrome to do a very nice user experience but resulting in a catastrophic side effect. I'm talking about the DNS root uh, spamming that Chrome accidentally built. And this this is a lesson for all of us, both front-end engineer, backend engineer, especially for front-end engineer, really. It's just when we we care, because there, there is no user experience when <clears throat> when it comes to excuse me, when it comes to back-end engineering, right? But the user experience interaction with the user is mostly front-end engineering. And that's as a result, it's it's an art. And you will be I'll talk about the the actual problem in a minute, but I want to emphasize this point. You will be very, um, I guess, tendent to to make the user experience as simple as possible, even if that means like, hey, if I can do this, but like if I can show a certain icon or certain pop-up, right, so that it can solve the problem for a user, right? And and this might be just as an afterthought, it's like, oh, add this feature. And we're talking about this feature. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it right now, right? You see this box, right, guys. If I type Hussein Mac, oh, let's do it again. Hussein Mac. Notice that what happened here, we get we get some uh, suggestions, right? From Chrome. And this is called the OmniBox. This is the suggestion box. And believe it or not, this is a very complex, uh, very, this is a very complex user experience. Because how do I know that you are, for example, searching for Hussain Nasser, or you want to go to Hussain Nasser as an author, or you want to go to the LinkedIn search, or you want to go to previous previously visited pages, the... the, the Detection of this, or or maybe you want just to search for the term Hussein Nasser. It's very hard. Do you want to go to Hussein or do you want to search for Hussein Nasser, or do you want to search for whatever, right? The the detection of this is extremely expensive, right? Believe it or not. So they said, okay, we can we can if, if there's a space like, uh, for example, how uh, how do I lose weight? That's definitely a research. Topic right i'm gonna search the default search engine i'm gonna use the default search engine on chrome which is google to search for wherever you uh from my face (laughs) that's funny to to essentially uh uh execute that search but we don't really know if you're for example going into a certain um, uh, site or not right because you could be visiting let's say a local site that is called Hussein Nasr or for example Hussein Mac right this is my host local host right obviously there's nothing there but this is it that's the Omni box. so there is a feature in that box that determine whether you are in in an internal network you're visiting something in an internal network or not and to do that Chrome built something called let's get it exactly intranet redirect detector so how do i know that i am within an intranet or not so i can display different logic and 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 change the user experience based on that so it can tailor to your intra local hosting uh, services that are lo- hosted locally like let's say uh, the example they give is like oh marketing i want to go to http marketing that's what i meant which is kind of silly right i think this is over engineering when it comes to the user experience i mean trust the users that they will add http in front of stuff but apparently not everyone is tech savvy to add http right and that's another thing why we have hsts which i talked about right here right the uh http strict uh, transport uh, security right for example even if you typed here and you want to go to our website right even you say like google.com or hussein Nasser.com, even if you hit enter on that how do i know whether you want to go to http colon slash slash or https colon slash slash that's another complex decision all of these decisions because we want to make the user experience as simple as possible. I rather give the user an error and then just let them actually type this thing. But I don't know anything about building browsers, and those guys obviously do. So what do I know? So let's come on to the bug here. So how do I before we come up to the bug? There's something uh there's something called ISP. Hijacking. Let's talk about that a little bit, right? And uh, most ISPs, not, not not much in America, I think, but most ISPs and even some organizations, if they have a proper proxy and firewalls, they have, they inject some marketing, so they ingest their own websites if you visit a wrong website. Like if you if you type, for example, dot com, right? This, this site doesn't, doesn't exist, obviously, right? And I'm going to get this error to say this site cannot be reached, right? And the reason is this query the, to, to get the... went all the way to my ISP which is searched its cache and it says, I don't have... so it asked its parent... DNS resolver because that's how DNS works keep asking 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 question until it reaches the owner of the dot com which is called the root DNS resolver usually no query should ever reach the root because most of the chain will be cached the the, the query to go to google.com would have been cached to in in this chain right so you will never reach the last root right you will only reach it if it's even the first time you just created the site and nobody actually visited or you're doing something like that whatever right or even even just this right if this reaches a dns provider they will don't know they will just for keep forwarding up until someone responds and the root definitely will when it when that query reaches to the roots dns server it says Beh, I don't know about that so it's just like eh, I don't know so so that's the first thing so what we talked about this root chaining another problem this is this is a very complex topic to discuss so excuse me guys as I, as I go through all of this stuff right so another thing some ISPs what they do is, is if you're going to a website that doesn't exist that I could not find in my local cache, some ISPs and organizations actually return an IP address of of a of a, basically a server that hosts some marketing stuff or some ads, so they can make some money. Imagine how many times you will visit a site that will not exist. A lot, right? So how much money are they making by you? Landing on their IP address, a lot of money, right? So that that's how ISP. Or they they want to, they want to kind of just inf- basically they want to market their their stuff, right? Or or they don't they want all their citizens or everything to go to to this website for and maybe have some links, right? So maybe there it has some good intentions, but not not always. So and that's this is what we're interested in here nx domain nx domain is returned from a dns query when something does not exist okay so that's which stands for non-existence domain right all right so now we discussed the chain we discussed the root dns we discussed how all the stuff all i was saying how does this have to do with anything in chrome right chrome tries to be a little bit uh clever by half and here here's how they do it right they want to detect that uh, they want to detect that ISPs are not doing this shady thing that are they are returning instead of returning an MX domain they are returning that IP address of that uh, ad site right to serve their stuff right so Chrome wanted to, de- to, de- to detect that. So they built, they built the intranet redirect detector. And guys, now I'm going to ask you as front-end engineers and back engineers, how would you build something that will detect a redirect from, from an ISP? There is no way but to actually issue queries that you know dns queries that you know they don't exist basically you know that these squares don't exist how, how do you know that chrome actually issues three not one not two three dns queries of random domain names and here's the code actually someone actually shows the code i'm gonna reference all these resources guys for you this is this is the code that does that it generates random seven to fifteen characters and this is this is how they do it basically and they issue these DNS queries when Chrome starts up. You might say, how bad is that? We talked about that. We talked, actually, it's a little bit bad. But Chrome is not a small application, guys. Chrome is being used by millions and millions and millions of users. So let's talk about why, do I, why are they issuing three queries, guys? Why are they issuing three DNS queries? The reason is they know most of these queries should fail, right? All of them should fail. This DNS does not exist. These queries that don't exist because they don't even have .com after that. It's just literally just a string, right, which, which definitely doesn't exist. So if those queries goes in, an, in the ISP and, and the ISP is doing this shady thing, then it's going to return the IP address, right? And it's not going to return in the next domain. It's going to return in the IP address of that yeah, ad site we talked about. And the other query, which to a completely random DNS uh, query, it will also return the same IP address. And if they have two queries returning the same IP address, that means that I, uh, the ISP is doing this shady thing that's called the uh, hijacked that we talked about, right? So that's how the redirect detector works sounds uh sounds good right this way i know i am an internet I, I know this the user is doing the, the isp is doing this shady thing so i'm gonna use it to my advantage and change the user experience i know i don't know exactly what are they doing with that information but this is enabled by default and this is the key and it's called microsoft side is not working for some reason so it's called dns interception checks enabled so that's what it's called. So that's enabled by default. But what's what's so bad about this? So if it, if you're in the, within the ISP, that's not so bad. Your ISP will basically respond back. Ah, I, I don't know this. I don't know this. I don't know this. And it's pretty much fast because these queries will go to the internal IS, uh, organization. I'm sorry. If you're in an internal organization, then those queries will go and search for an actual host names that are called Blah blah blah, whatever these these random names that are that are generated, right? And th- those queries will come back very quick. However, if you are on the public internet, those queries will go to your ISP. And the poor ISP is if it's not doing this shady thing, it's not returning an uh, it's not it's actually returning an NX uh domain it will say i'm sorry i don't know this domain but let me check let me ask my father let me ask my parent it's gonna ask and ask and ask until it reaches what until it reaches the root domain level guys yes until it reaches the root level and look at that guys this is this is what uh this is what uh what's, what's chromium is doing all these queries are hitting the root servers, which are supposed to be very... They are not busy at all. But they are, they are actually handling this load because they are beefy servers, obviously, right? Because these are the root servers. that are responsible for pretty much everything. But they are getting asked these stupid questions of blah, 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 three, three times, every time any Chrome browser starts and imagine how much is that it's like 50% of the queries are just this thing and chrome chrome market shares look at this features were introduced in 2010 and we didn't know about this it was introduced 10 years ago guys and we just realized it that's how powerful those servers were guys so the reason I'm making this video is just to just to think about I know this is a little bit of a complex topic but I want you to pay attention to the user experience and its effect to performance. Right, because we sometimes adding a simple you button or changing this box, whatever it's called, the Omni box. Right, this might sound simple and straightforward. Adding a link or adding uh, some something, but always think about what does it cost. To actually do this and I'm, I'm really surprised that the Chrome team has approved something like that how are we querying doing three queries when a Chrome opens I mean I get yelled at every time in my organization at work if I'm doing a single query and uh, that we always put emphasis in every single query that we put is this cheap or not is this chick Oh, I mean, my boss always asks me, "Is Hussein? Is this cheap to check? Is this thing cheap to add?" Everyone is a culture in our organization, and pretty much, I think everywhere else. Is this thing cheap to add? Is this thing cheap to check? If you want to add a user experience or enhance the user experience, and this is basically really. A philosophical question, I guess. It's up to you, right? Performance doesn't always win. Sometimes you need to break and and take a hit on performance to actually improve the user experience. Believe it or not, you need to. I think I think it's it's a must sometimes, right? Because it depends on really on the user experience and how 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 important that particular feature is but without thinking about the performance implication and sometimes you will actually think about performance implication like i'm pretty sure chrome did right but they didn't think about oh chrome is gonna get big because 2010 chrome wasn't that big was it right it wasn't that big 2000 i remember it was introduced What 2000 whatever right it was i don't remember when chrome was introduced but it was essentially it wasn't that big so even we don't we don't feel performance because when you start the chrome obviously these queries are asynchronous anyway so whenever they come back they came back and we're going to make our decision we don't synchronously make them and wait for the result obviously right so it's it really depends guys and i really want to ask you this question do you favor user experience over performance and I most of the time choose performance, but I remember a, a case or two where I picked the user experience in my career. I can't remember them all. Even if I remember, I probably pretty much I cannot talk about it, right? But but yeah, it is sometimes it is a balance. But this case, who cares about internal internet, internal redirect detector? By the way, they're disabling this by default. This was An option that you can actually go and check. I don't know. It's just... How do you do it? Flags? I keep keep forgetting this shit. Chrome. Flags. Is that how you do it? I think so. I I couldn't even find it. I don't know why. Never mind. But yeah, guys. This is what I wanted to talk about. Right? Yeah, it's a piece of news. It's really big, guys. It's really, really big. But obviously, root servers are... Are are safe. These are the road servers, by the way. I didn't know about these concepts, by the way, until I read the topic. To be honest, but look at this. Look at this. This is this is the queries are getting said. This is just nuts. This is just nuts. We're sending all these queries, and yeah, someone, yeah, I'm gonna leave. Uh, I'm gonna leave all these uh, articles for you to read, and uh, I want I'll leave this question back to you guys. What do you think about this user experience performance? Uh, this obviously this is just uh, I think a uh, it's a slip from the Chromium team, I believe. But yeah, let me know in the comment section below. I'm going to see you in the next one. Sorry for the long video. Because <laughs> I, I I like to talk, discuss about all these topics before I jump into the point I want to make. And uh, I'm getting better at getting to the point. <laughs> I apologize if I don't. But I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome. Goodbye.